Mary Elizabeth Brown sat in the crowded church, numb with grief and an assortment of other complicated emotions she just didn't have the energy to examine closely. The last few days had been a hellish whirlwind of activity, culminating today as they gathered to pay their last respects to the woman lying in the casket, her twin sister, Barbara Ann Brown Remington, more affectionately known as Babs. Every now and then, stray comments drifted to Mary Elizabeth's ears above the softly playing music. Oh no, what a shame. She was so young. She was such a beautiful person, an angel, really. The last comment almost pierced through the numbness and brought a smile to her face. An angel? If only they knew, she thought. Babs thrived on being wicked, on pushing the limits. Unfortunately, it was Mary Elizabeth who usually ended up suffering because of her schemes. Mary Elizabeth allowed her gaze to drift around the church. The first two pews on the right were reserved for family. Her sister's husband of seven years, Charles A. Remington III, sat at the end of the pew, near the center aisle and closest to the casket. Seated next to him were her mother, Susan Brown, and then her father, Richard. From where Mary Elizabeth was seated at the opposite end of the pew, Huddled in the corner, she could see that the knuckles of her mother's hand were white from the grip she had on her father's hand. Her other hand, which was placed on Charles's knee in a silent show of support, was also clenched. There was no other family present. Lying in the casket, Babs looked like the angel she'd been compared to. Long, naturally blonde hair, a porcelain complexion, and stunning blue eyes hid behind closed eyelids, framed with long eyelashes. With her figure, she could have been a swimsuit model. She'd loved showing off her long, toned body and large breasts. She'd played the role of the naive, beautiful blonde so well that even now, not many realized that behind that china doll appearance was a very shrewd mind. Only two people knew the true nature behind the angelic look, Babs and herself. Mary Elizabeth would be taking that truth with her to her own grave. No one would believe her stories anyway. Babs had perfected her angelic act while still in the cradle. Her parents had certainly been fooled. They'd worshipped the ground she'd walked on. And her husband? Totally clueless as to the true nature of the woman he'd married. As far as Charles was concerned, his marriage was the stuff of fairy tales, with him in the role of the rich, handsome prince who rescued the beautiful yet poor princess from her life of drudgery, giving her a life of luxury. In return, the grateful princess had dedicated her every moment to showering the love she felt for the handsome prince by seeing to his every need. If only that were true. The reality was that the princess died while sneaking away to meet her likewise married boss for an illicit weekend affair. There were only two people left alive in this world who knew where she'd really been heading, and neither of them were talking. One of them, because he had too much to lose. As for herself, Babs had sworn her to secrecy, just another one of the hundreds she'd kept for Babs over their 32 years of life. Though they were twins, Mary Elizabeth was the exact opposite of her sister in appearance and nature. While Babs was tall, standing 5'11 in her stocking feet, Mary Elizabeth was short, only 5'4. Babs had long flowing hair that was so fine it resembled a baby's, while Mary Elizabeth's hair was thick, coarse and perpetually frizzy. So opposite were they in appearance that most people had to be told they were sisters, never mind twins.
She couldn't count the number of times she'd heard. This is your sister? The service had started while she reminisced. Mary Elizabeth came to attention only to realize they were at the part of the service she dreaded most. It was time to walk around for one last view of the body. Time to say her final goodbyes. Charles was against having a graveside ceremony, for which she would be eternally grateful. First, the family would be escorted past the casket. Afterwards, they were to line up in the vestibule to greet the mourners and accept their condolences. Then, she would finally be able to go home and hopefully get some rest. She hadn't had a moment to herself since she'd received the phone call informing her of Bab's death. Charles called her first, leaving it to Mary Elizabeth to break the news to her parents. Upon hearing the news, her mother had to be tranquilized. Her father just sat there gazing at nothing.